their Christmas, on their Christmas morning, making it special and getting ready for you this morning and for your family. I want to say thank you to all the uh, um, first responders that have been out there all night in this storm, just helping people all across Logan City. They've been out our way. Anyone else lose power? We did. We lost power till 4.30 a.m. this morning. So I got Cheryl at home sick with COVID and uh, no power till 4.30 a.m. this morning. Fortunately, Heath turned up with a little generator to get the fridge going and uh, got to keep those prawns nice and cool, ready to go. Anyone looking forward to getting home and eating some nice food today? I love that about Christmas. Christmas is a really special time of year, just to gather with loved ones, gather with family, enjoy some special time, to be a little bit excessive in some areas. And one of those areas might be gift giving. Uh, One of those areas might be food today. Anyone planning on being excessive today? Yeah, I am. I am absolutely. And so today we've got our service live today. It's the first time in four years that we've done a live service. For Christmas, which I, I just can't believe that. Uh, we've been online for four years, and it's the first time uh, we've been back uh, live in the room, and that's a bit of a shake-up uh, for some people. So we have thousands of people online today, and we want to give them a big welcome. Why don't you welcome everybody joining us online this morning. Nice to have us with you with us today, and we pray you enjoy a very Merry Christmas. Well, I want to take a few moments, and I do take a few moments on Christmas Day. It's the one service of the year that I promise you that it will be under an hour. Everyone say under. It's under an hour today, which is, if you know me, that is a miracle. If you don't believe in the supernatural, that's enough to make you believe right there. Uh, the fact that we're going to do this in under an hour today as we take a few moments to celebrate Christmas together. Uh, there's that beautiful carol, Joy to the World. We sang it yesterday uh, when we were in church. And I want to focus on just a few of the words uh, out of that uh, carol today and then bring a summary to everything we've been looking at uh, while we've been talking about this series of comfort and joy over the Christmas month, this Christmas season. Joy to the world says, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. That's what Christmas is all about. It's about every heart learning to prepare room for Jesus to come. He was born some 2,000 odd years ago at a place and at a time where there was no room for him. That's what the Bible says. There was no room for him in the inn. Some would suggest that's because Joseph didn't make a booking. Any man ever failed to make a booking for a holiday and you turn up? Well, some suggest that's what happened with Joseph. They also suggest that's how come The carol Silent Night was written because Mary would not talk to him all night after that because he'd failed to make uh, the booking. But I think there's a a real truth here about making room for God. And so I want to take a few moments to read the Christmas story. And it's a lengthy reading, but we're going to do it today. It's one of my favorite parts of Christmas is reading the Christmas story. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 for quite some time. Let's go. It says, At the time... The Roman Emperor Augustus decreed a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. All returned to their own towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there 
from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was obviously pregnant by this time. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. And she gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the village inn. That night, some shepherds were in the fields outside the village, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terribly frightened, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news of great joy for everyone, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born tonight in Bethlehem, the city of David. And this is how you will recognize him. You will find a baby lying in a manger, wrapped snugly in strips of cloth. And suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to all whom God favors. When the angel, angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Come on, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And they ran to the village, and they found Mary, they found Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. And then the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary... She treasured these things in her heart and thought about them often. And the shepherds, they went back to their fields and flocks, glorifying and praising God for what the angels had told them, because they had seen the child just as the angels had said. You know, Jesus was born at a time when... It was very difficult in Judea. We talked about it yesterday because Herod the king had decided to have murdered all the two-year-old boys that were uh, two years of age and under because he was threatened because a new king had been born. So it was a very challenging time for all the people of Judea that Jesus was born into. You could say it was really messy times, like today is. It's really messy times uh, in our world. And the one thing that is the clear message of Christmas is this, is that Jesus wants to be born into the hearts of men. That's why he came. He came to be born into the hearts of men. He came to an inn where they said, no room, we have no room for you. And he had to go to a stable and be born in that dirty, messy place. And in that dirty message a messy place the most powerful message of the world was born and was birthed and I want to say today and I want to suggest to every one of us that when we make room for Jesus to be born over and over again in our hearts not just once but over and over again in our hearts he helps with the mess his messianic message deals with our mess here on earth and so the Christmas message we're reminded by the angels is one of great joy for everyone. Good news, great joy. Our theme has been comfort and joy, so let's make it that. The good, the good news of Christmas is it's comfort and joy for everyone that makes room for Jesus. Would you turn to your neighbor and just say, make room? Make room, make room for God. The message of Christmas is that 
a weary world can rejoice. A weary world can rejoice. Anyone a little bit weary? I'm feeling a little bit weary after the last day and after the last night. And it's just nice to be in church today, sing some carols, focus on the meaning of what this is all about and be thrilled with the fact that Jesus has been born for all of our mess. There's three simple thoughts we focused on during our series around comfort and joy. And I want to share them again today. The first one is this. The Christmas message is simply that God came to us. That's the message of Christmas, that God came to us. It's actually a big theological truth. I've put it in really simple language. It's called the incarnation. It's called the fact that Jesus, who was and is God, came to earth and took on skin, took on flesh, and became one like us. It's in John chapter 1, Verses one to four, where it says one to two, where it says, In the beginning, the word, that's Jesus, who was God, it says, He already existed, the word was with God, the word was God, and he existed in the beginning with God. And then verse fourteen says, So the word became human and made his home among us, and he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we've seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John is saying to us that Jesus literally became one just like us. You could see him, you could touch him, you could hear him. And it was such a a powerful, significant moment when Jesus took on skin and took on flesh. Because no longer was he this ethereal thought out there somewhere. No longer was he this absent thought or God who seemed to be distanced. All of a sudden, he was one just like them. All of a sudden, he was God in flesh. He was human who came on a mission to go to the cross and to pay for our sins and to die for us. This is the truth of the incarnation that God became one of us to identify with us to take on our struggles take on our burdens take on our pain and to pay the price for all of that it's a simple yet deeply profound truth that God the creator of the universe the life source of everything left heaven to come to earth Um, he's described as the darling of heaven Now, now every mum and every dad think that their children are darlings for a while. We do. We think they're darlings. And, And I love the thought of Jesus being described as the darling of heaven, the one and only son of God sent to earth to save us. Imagine what that shift was like in the heavenly realm. For the Godhead, for the Father, for the Holy Spirit, um, and for the Son himself, and then for the angels, to see that shift in the heavens when God would come to earth in flesh. The one who had given life to everything, birthed everything, would come to earth to birth life in humans that needed help. I don't know whether you're aware of it, but we need help. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need help. (laughs) You do. You need help. We all need help. We needed God to come. See, we couldn't go up to him. He had to come down to us. And this is what God does over again, over and over again, right throughout the Bible, is we see God continually coming down to us, coming down to us, stooping down to us, helping us, bending down to us and for us. And so the good news of Christmas is God is here for us, not just the shepherds and the magi and the people of that day. God is here for you and I. Secondly, God came 
to be with us. The Bible says in Matthew one twenty three about this, it says the Virgin Mary will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. I want you to know today, if you're a believer in God, if you love God, if you've made room for Jesus in your heart, in your inn, if you've allowed him to come in and birth life into you in a spiritual sense and make you new, like the Bible says, we all need to have that happen to us. If you've done that today, I want you to know that God is very much with you today in all of life's troubles, all of life's stresses, and all of life's struggles. And you don't have to identify yourself by your trouble today, by your strife today. Or be labeled by that today. Or what others think of you today or say of you today. You're identified by who Jesus is and who he says you are today. He came to you because you're worth it. He came to you because you were worth him coming for and dying for and paying the price for today. So you can hold your head high this Christmas. You can hold your head high. You don't have to be one of the lowly today. You can hold your head high, put your shoulders back today and live by the label of heaven that Jesus came to be with you. Not only did he come to be with you, he also came for us. He came for us. This is the big thought for me for Christmas where it says in Matthew one twenty one that she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You know, it's politically incorrect in our modern world for us to, I guess, call people sinners. And for people to think that they should identify as a sinner. People don't like to think of themselves as a sinner today. Everyone likes to think that we are equal in the eyes of God. And in a sense, we are but there is this very real sense that we need to be saved from our sin. Very real is this sense that we need to open up our heart and make room for this Savior to be born in our hearts and to come into our personal worlds. People don't readily accept the concept of sin. But the truth is, Until we accept that negative concept, we can't receive the positive benefit of what it is to be saved from our sins, redeemed from our sins. And this is why Jesus was born. Now, it's impossible. It's impossible to go through life and not accept that there's something fundamentally wrong with our world. To accept that there's not something fundamentally wrong with humanity. I mean, we stand back, we look at it on the news, social media, we hear it, we see it, and we think, what is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? That people would do that, think that, say that. That nation would war against other nations. That people would be innocently killed. What is wrong with people that they would do that? Well, the Bible tells us what's wrong with people. It says that people need to be forgiven of their sins, redeemed of their sins, open up their heart. And that's why Jesus came. It's naive not to admit that humanity has a problem and is in big trouble. And we can try and explain it with all the different arguments that we like and all the different opinions that we want. But at the end of the day, it's S-I-N. Everyone say S-I-N. It's sin. That's what it is. And that's what Jesus came to conquer. And so we need to embrace our own sinfulness to receive the righteousness that God wants to provide for us. And God's righteousness is simply being made right with God. Jesus came to make us 
right with God. So the message of Christmas is that God came to you to be with you and to be here for you. And God is here for you and I, for us today, no matter what life has done to you. So the message of Christmas is joy to the world, comfort and joy for everybody because our Saviour has been born and He is Christ the King. He came to bring peace on earth, peace between men, peace to each other, peace in families and good news of great joy. He came to bring freedom from guilt, shame, worry, fear and forgiveness of sin and a new start in life. And when he was born in that little stable that made room for him on that day, it's a picture of the change that God will bring to the mess of every human heart that's messed up because of sin. That when Jesus comes in, he changes everything. When Jesus comes into that mess, his messianic presence makes a difference that we can't make ourselves. He comes in because he is Emmanuel, God with us. And so Jesus came into our world, into our neighborhood to give us hope and to give us a future. It's a story of Jesus coming to a dirty stable, a dirty world, to dirty humanity, and to take on himself the responsibility for our sins. He came to us, with us, and for us. And so this carol, Joy to the World, says, Let every heart prepare him room. And this carol reminds us that on the first Christmas, there was no room for him at the inn. Here we are today, some 2,000 years later, making room for him. And I want to encourage you, church. I want to encourage all of those joining us online today. Keep making room for Jesus. Keep making room for Jesus. It's not a once-off event. It's an event that goes on and on and on where I will keep my heart open for the presence of God to live in me and to live through me to bring change and hope for others. Because the Christmas story is not just for you. It's not just for me. It's for everyone you meet when you're walking down the street. It's for the people that live next to you, work with you, sit at the desk with you. It's for the people you, you, you pass through a shopping lot. It's for every single human being. So be the Christmas message for others. Make room for other people yourself. Make room for other people yourself throughout this Christmas and this holiday season. So Jesus is the message of Christmas. He is the reason for the season. Today it's not just about presents. Who's excited about presents? I am. I am. Anyone that hasn't got them better hurry up. I'm excited about presents, but I'm more excited about his presence. His presence in our hearts. And so the message of Christmas finally is Emmanuel, God with us. Can I have our team come to stage, please? Would you stand with me today, right across the room? We're going to conclude our service today by singing that last song we sang today. What a beautiful name it is, the name of of Jesus. Before we sing, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for your family today. I want to pray for everyone online today. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I pray you get everything you deserve this Christmas. I hope you've been on the, on the good list. Anyone on the naughty list? 
This prayer is for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you today so much for Jesus. We thank you for Christmas. We thank you that he still comes into dirty stables. We thank you that he still comes into messes and that you're okay with messes and you're okay with dirty, smelly stables and lives that are are not perfect. And when you come in, you make such a difference. You birth new life, you birth new hope, you birth new dreams, new vision, new purpose, new plan, new opportunity. You bring newness to everything that you touch. And I pray this Christmas for our world. Father, our weary world needs the message and the hope of comfort and joy and peace to all. We need it more than ever. 2,000 odd years later, we haven't learned a lot, Father. We've still got nation warring against nation. We've still got people fighting. We've still got a lot of hatred going on. We've got all that stuff happening that was happening when your son was born into this world. But my prayer is that over this Christmas season, that our world would stop, our world would reflect, our world would look for a hope beyond itself and find that there was a distant God that made a decision to come really, really close a long time ago and was born into our world to be the Savior of our world and we are so thankful today that you bring meaning to this moment of Christmas for all of us thank you Father in Jesus name Amen let's sing
God bless you, church. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Have an amazing Christmas day and Christmas season. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us online. Have an amazing day. Thank you.